Tanner Hendricks, and I'm Brandon Kylie. Yesterday, we heard the report that Ryan McDonough might end up being what is essentially a cap casualty from the Tampa Bay Lightning because they would like to continue to build around their uh, forward group that they've assembled, and they've, they've got a cap crunch. This is what happens when you've got a flat cap in the NHL. And right now, we are going out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line to be joined by Eric Erlinson, who covers the team down for lightninginsider.com. You can follow him on Twitter at his name, Eric, E-R-I-K underscore Erlinson, E-R-L-E-N-D-S-S-O-N. Eric, we appreciate the time and all of the insight that you can give to us today. What's the latest that you can tell us about this Ryan McDonough situation and how this came to, to be? Well, as you mentioned, there's cap issues that this team has, and it's it's not even necessarily next year's cap. It's kind of looking down the road a little bit because he does carry, McDonough does carry a $6.75 million cap hit for the next four years. And after next season, the Lightning have Eric Chernak and Mikhail Sergachev in particular up for new deals too. And, uh, you know, and, and McDonough is just one of those guys that you kind of have to look at and say, okay, if we have to move somebody, who are we going to move? And sometimes you look at the guys who have a little bit of a higher cap hit, and, and he falls into that category. So, uh, again, it's not a question of we don't want Ryan McDonough. It's a question of we have to explore the possibility of maybe making this happen. Uh, and certainly he was reached out, uh, his agent was reached, uh, saying is there a, a list of teams that you could provide that you'd be willing to maybe move a no-trade clause to, and we could look to explore that type of move because he does have a full no trade clause in his contract, which means any deal he would have to approve. So Eric, uh, with the Ryan McDonough, you mentioned how it's not something that they want to do. It's something that they have to do. And all the reports that I have heard has been Tampa's locker room is not pleased about this. And from what I understand, Ryan McDonough is a well-liked player in the locker room on the ice. Is that what you understand as well? Absolutely. He, he is a very popular guy in the, in the room uh, for everything he does. Like he doesn't get the, the, the role he plays is not the glory position, right? It's not the 10 goal, 40 point guy. It's the guy who's going to block six, seven shots a night. Um, you know, he's the guy who's going to be out there first penalty kill. He's the guy out there final minute of the game, protecting a lead against the other team's top line. I mean, he does all those little things, uh, veteran presence, everything that he does bring. Um, you know, but uh, if, if you're Julian Breezeball, you have to, I mean, look, everybody in that room, specifically the guys who have been on the team the past three years, are very popular. It's a very close, tight, very tight-knit uh, locker room situation, as you can imagine, with the success that they've had over the past couple of years. And um, so a- anybody that you would be looked at, you know, it would be sitting there saying, man, we, this guy is too popular. He's too good in our room. Why, we, why would we want to have to move him? Uh, but they, those are hard decisions. That uh, management has to make. It's the reason they couldn't sign Barclay Goodrow or Blake Coleman, why they had to lose somebody popular in the expansion draft last year, why they had to trade Tyler Johnson. They're not easy decisions for management to make at all. Eric, when you look at what they're going to be prioritizing in, in a deal, if they do end up trading Ryan McDonough, are they looking to just remove the contract from the books in its entirety, or are they trying to get something of significance in return? I guess it's what we would determine to be significance, right? Uh, maybe if it's another young defenseman at, uh, you know, control, cost control for maybe a few more years, uh, similar to a deal that they got Brandon Hagel in from Chicago at, you know, 1.75 or 1.5, whatever his contract is, something along those lines. But the biggest priority here is opening up cap space. And uh, if they can completely clear it off the books, that's one thing. But if they could get maybe a, a young player or even a first-round draft pick in return for 
uh, Ryan McDonough. Maybe that's an area that they would kind of look at a little bit more closely because, um, you know, you that's a lot of minutes. That's a big role that you would have to move on from Ryan McDonough. And they do not have anybody in their system that can step up and take up any of those type of minutes. Mikhail Sergachev can move up the depth chart, but then you don't really have anybody else on the left side. And that's been a big strength of Tampa Bay's over the last number of years is their left side def- defense with Victor Hedman, Ryan McDonough, Mikhail Sergachev. So if that were the case, Eric, and let's hypothetically go down the path that the Blues would be calling Tampa Bay about this trade possibility, do you see a scenario where if the Blues were willing to offer up a young defenseman that could play in their system, would Tampa, do you think, be willing to eat some of McDonough's salary? And one guy that would make some sense, Eric, just for what it's worth, is Scott Perunovich. He's a left-handed defenseman from the Blues. Now, he's small. He's 5'10". And he, or he's a, Nico Mikola. He, he's a puck mover, though, on the back end and very good on the power play as well. Um, yeah, that's something that they could explore for sure. Um, you know, again, uh, team control over the contract for a few years because, like I said, they, this season is not the huge deal, right? Like they, you know, they announced earlier today they re-signed Nick Paul to a seven-year deal at three point two million dollars. Um, so they're taking care of stuff right now, but it's beyond that. It, it, like I said, it's a Sergachev contract. It's um, you know the, the uh, Chernak contract. So all that stuff. So yeah, if they could get a young defenseman uh, under contract control for the next handful of years, that would be the ideal situation. Uh, if it's a lefty. Um, you know, probably a little bit more ideal depending on what they can do with Jan Root on the right side because you already have Zach Bogosian and, Eric, uh, and Chernak on the right. You've got Cal Foote on the right side as well. So uh, probably a left, uh, left side guy would probably be an area maybe they target. That's interesting. A- Eric, do you think that the Blues are a team that has or will show interest? Um, I would imagine, right? They, they're always everybody's looking to improve their decor, and and, and it would be something that might interest McDonough too. Because let's face it, he's a guy in his entire career he's never missed the playoffs. He has never missed the playoffs with the team he's been on, whether it's the Rangers or the Lightning. So if he's going to agree to this, it's going to be a team that he feels can compete and can contend. And certainly, we know the Blues are in that category. So. Uh, if there's a, a way to make it fit, I, I think that there could be some interest on both ends. Eric, one more question that I have for you, and it's just Ryan McDonough, because I think everybody's pushback on this, and St. Louis, if it were to happen, would be, yeah, but you're trading for a 33-year-old defenseman who's got a lot of wear and tear on his body and four years left at that cap hit. You've seen him in his entire time with Tampa Bay. Should there be concern on a guy who's 33 and the play, plays the way that he plays? Well, there's always that concern. You know, guys start to get on the other side of, of 30 there, right? Uh, especially with the heavy, hard minutes that he plays. I mean, the guy was playing 26, 27 minutes a night with the Rangers there for a couple of years. Hasn't played, hasn't had to play as maybe as many here in Tampa Bay because of the depth that they do have. But certainly with, with the block shots that he has and, you know, he finished, um, you know, he played the entire Stanley Cup final with a mangled finger. Yeah, you, you have to think about those things for sure. Uh, but he is a guy who last year when they won the Cup, he played so well, he received some Conn Smythe votes, including one from me having watched him play that entire season. Uh, and, and, and in the middle of every and so many important plays that the team had during that run to the Cup in 2021, he was right in the middle of all of it. Uh, so, th- I mean, this is certainly you're looking four years down the road, but if you're a team like St. Louis who has a win-now mode, he's a guy that could fit, right? Because he can help you win right now. And you have to worry about down the road, down the road, because everybody's goal every year is to win the cup. Eric, this has been awesome, man. Thanks so much for your insight. Is there anything else you think we need to know about Ryan McDonough and what lies ahead in terms of like maybe the the timing of all of this and, and where he could ultimately land? 
I think if they're going to do this, it's going to have to be quick, right? I, I think if you're Julian Breesbaugh, the GM at Tampa Bay, you're looking at the draft next week. If you're looking to maybe recoup a first-round draft pick, maybe there's a timetable there to get it in. And maybe you've given McDonough, you know, or maybe you promised McDonough, okay, we'll try and make it work within this window. If not, we're going to, keep, we're, you know, we're not going to move you. So uh, I, I could certainly see that happen as well. I don't think this is anything that either party would want to linger. I think if this is going to happen, it's going to happen sooner rather than later. He's Eric Erlinson. Find his work over at lightninginsider.com. Eric, this has been great. Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. And hopefully we'll be talking with you again soon. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks, Scott. That's Eric Erlinson joining us here on 101 ESPN.